0: Good morning, people. It's Larry here, writer and artist over at larrygymaguirre.com. Welcome to the Daily Larm, It's a quiet, still morning here in Dublin, Ireland, half seven in the morning. Just have a cup of coffee, about to leave the house. And uh, last night I decided that I would delete uh, Facebook on my phone because it drives me crazy <laughs> it drives me insane and uh, it, there's never anything um, worthwhile really on there and uh, the stuff I post gets very very little engagement even on my own page I think the alg- algorithm knows me now and knows the stuff I post and has decided that uh, I am in it for commercial gain and uh, perhaps decides not to display my stuff to the people that uh, are friends of mine on there. Now, I've got like about, I don't know, I'm connected to about maybe 800 people, 1000 people, something like that. And uh, some days I post links or I post my articles and stuff and you just get just crickets. You know, and I think to myself, is my stuff really that crap, or is it that uh, people just aren't seeing it? And I think it's, I think it's uh, people just aren't seeing it. Uh, now, my Facebook page is one thing. Um, I accept that maybe the algorithm there that runs the pages uh, is just set by default not to display your stuff to, to your followers unless you're paying for adverts but uh, on your personal page you would have thought that you get a bit more of a, an interaction and I've tried uh, posting links on their own with some text I've tried posting images with text and then a link because then Facebook doesn't pick up the, the link and display uh, the image from your article in a, in a uh, you know what I mean uh, it displays it differently but none of that seems to work so um and I get these notifications on my phone for uh basically hey promote this article promote this post uh or page admins get uh more views when they promote this type of post and all this kind of stuff. I'm just saying, forget this. I'm not having this anymore. This is rubbish. Um so I deleted it. And I'm much happier about it. Now I'm not gonna delete my Facebook account. I'll keep it, but uh, any posting I do to Facebook will be done through uh, one of the uh, few bots that I employ to circulate my material, or um, I'll do it from a desktop, and that'll be it, and uh, I'll keep using Twitter uh, from my phone, and... uh, I've had, yeah. been partaking in the practice recently of deleting apps that I don't use or that I use very seldomly. And um, principally, I suppose, I've been doing that was because the room isn't on my phone to keep all of that stuff. And you just end up with a whole ton of stuff that you don't use anyway. Kind of like how we, uh, how we live in houses, you know? There's like stuff in this house. I'm, myself, me and Mrs. are doing a bit of a Revamp the things, and we're looking around, and we're seeing presses in the kitchen that are full of stuff that we never use, and uh, uh, shelves, uh, wardrobes, cupboards, all full of stuff that we never use, and um, it's time to get rid of all of that because we were just uh, it came it came to to light, I suppose, recently. Her parents passed away, and we were clearing out. The parents' house. And I swear to God. Like there's four of them. Four girls. And one boy. Well he's in Australia. Uh, and the four girls. And their husbands. And kids. I don't know how much time we spent clearing out the house. Probably about three or four days. And it was all stuff. Most A lot of it went in the skip. And. Uh, I just think it's remarkable. We spent so much time gathering up stuff. That we never use. Only to. To. Uh, fuck it out, you know. So there you go. Time for a clear out. Less is more, huh? And this this subject of less is more will be the subject of monologue discussion today. I'll get into this a little bit more later uh, as I traverse my day and... um, Maybe you've got something to add on this. You know, it's a bit of a dichotomy. Less is more. Sounds stupid on the surface, you know. How is less, uh, possibly more. I suppose it depends on your frame of mind. And uh, what you regard as important. And there comes a point, I think, in, um, as I understand it, in everyone's... Uh, adult life, where we begin to question our pursuit of whatever it whatever it is we are pursuing, and perhaps we don't receive the gratification and fulfilment from all the things that we've been pursuing, and it takes a moment of or a series of moments of collapses, series of moments of collapses, to realise that. Um, I've certainly had a couple of those, and uh, they're the best thing that ever happened to me. But the world is um, the world is hinged. The world is hitched up to this notion that uh, stuff is good. You know, it's a, we're obsessed with it. We're obsessed obsessed with stuff. We have to get stuff. We have to get other people, and we have to get stuff and we have to get uh these experiences i don't like as i contemplate it contemplate my own apparent existence um it seems to me that everything that zen might teach with regard to the nature and truth of our existence is correct if he can even say that, even to say it's correct is is flawed. But it points at the truth, you know, that it's uh, very difficult to explain this. But it points at the fact that this thing just happens on its own. And we play with the idea, with the foolish child, childish notion that we can actually do something about it, you know. That it takes a shift somewhere. Somewhere we can't, where we can't and we don't have conscious control over in order for things to change. And change seems to occur all on its own without any effort. Like who changes the, who changes the weather? Who changes, who or what changes the seasons from spring to summer? Or even the night today. Who changes my mood? Who does that? You know? Like we think that oh we say, oh, that's nature, and then uh, we observe nature and nature goes on. Uh, and we fail to, to appreciate the fact that we are it, that we are nature, or, or or rather we're an aspect of it. And this is all going this is all a big game going on. And it just does its own thing. Like it's even to call it a niche is uh, is is not accurate, and we think we think we are here in the world, uh, in order to achieve something. You know, we're chasing the carrot, and uh, it really is a false sense of identity that is the ba- is the basis of this, that we don't understand who and what we are. Now, and I'm not talking about in words. I'm not talking about to the point where we can explain it. Because there's no explaining it. You either get it or you don't. And when we don't, we chase after other people. And when things don't go the way we want, we point a finger at other people. And we want them to make it better. We want the government to make it better. We want the justice system to make it better. We want the present or the tea shop, to make it better we want um our husbands and wives and our and our spouses to make it better and it's bullshit because we go around the world chasing this stuff chasing fulfillment and um we're ch- we're chasing ghosts um, saving stuff and gathering stuff and filling our houses full of stuff and filling our minds full of fucking stuff and filling our phones full of stuff you know the phone is a is a perfect um, uh, analogy for how we live so now that's the topic of discussion today and as things arise to me uh, i shall jump on the blower and i shall record them so for now i need to get out the door But I shall check you later on. If you've got something to say, please call in, let me know. Go over to anchor.fm forward slash the larb to voice your opinion. And uh, the topic, again, is less is more. Okay, so let's get into this a little bit. So first of all, let's have a look at a particular scenario. Let's say you're in a job. Let's say you're working in an office. And there's like 20, 50 people on your floor, right? And there's this one bloke you know. And he's running around like a headless chicken all the time. <laughs> I just pictured a headless chicken running around the place. So, you probably did too. Um, So, he's running around and he spends his whole days... His whole, all of his days running around doing stuff for everybody and never finishing anything because he's continually in appeasement mode he wants to make everyone happy he thinks that that that's his job or perhaps he thinks that by doing all these things for people that he'll be popular maybe he's got Maybe he's lacking something. Maybe he's missing something. Maybe he believes he's missing something. And he spends his whole time running around, distracted by everyone who says, hey, John, I need you to do this, you know. And uh, he never gets anything done. He ends up pissing everyone off because um, he never finishes anything. Or he never, in fact, gives his whole self to doing that thing uh, that he was asked to do or that he made a commitment to do. And he does a shit job. Now, that's not his fault, but yet it is. Um, he's starved of time, and uh, he's like he's on a sugar rush. And it's the complete opposite to less is more. He thinks more is more. And uh, most of us do the same. Most of us do the same with regard to everything we do. And uh, we do we do it with regard to relationships. We do it with regard to, uh, let's say, weight loss or training programs we do regard to our food we do regard to our work to our play it's it goes on everywhere and uh downloading apps to your phone and social media is a, a, a reflection of that all the apps that we have going you know and i notice it myself um that uh, I'm I'm all the while looking for these notifications to pop up so I can answer them, you know? It's like e- email is the same. You get completely sucked into reactionary kind of mode where your focus of attention is sprayed, you know? And uh, it's very difficult to create anything of worth when you're in that frame of mind. And... um I've noticed it in myself recently and that's not good because I equally know the benefit from uh, taking my time, doing less, um, to be a creative, to be to be a worthwhile creative to yourself. And when I say worthwhile, I mean worthwhile to yourself and as a consequence of the thing you make worthwhile to other people, you've got to be a, uh, you've got to be mean about how you spend your time um or generous about how you spend your time on that one thing but mean in terms of how far you spread yourself you know so i deleted facebook and i deleted instagram and i've deleted a lot of stuff from my phone and having a small memory on your small uh uh storage on your phone um can help you do that so i deleted both of those and i'm happier about it i deleted i had a couple other apps that i had mailchimp on my phone uh, and i had uh, wordpress the wordpress app on my phone and i found myself just going in to look at things for no bloody reason and uh completely distracted me from what i should be doing so i deleted wordpress i deleted mailchimp i deleted facebook and instagram i deleted the patreon app because it really doesn't give me the scope that I want, or maybe that the desktop version gives me. Um, I've one or two other apps that I'm considering deleting. Um, I might just add my uh, Google Drive app again. I deleted that a while ago. Sorry, just needed a drink there. It's thirsty work that's talking. Um, and Georgie D over an Anchor Called in this morning. And said yeah I know what you mean. I, I deleted Facebook too. It's shit. And uh, I deleted Instagram as well. So. Uh, um, snap Georgie. I deleted them too. Um, I noticed actually that. Uh, Georgie if you're listening. That you, uh, you were posting a lot of stuff on Instagram. And. Uh, probably a good thing. To get rid of it. Um, so too many Apps. It's a, it's a head wrecker. And it's particularly pre- prevalent for me now because um, my son is coming to a particular age where we we said he could have a phone. So he's 12 this summer. And um, I have to watch what he's downloading. I have to watch what he's looking at. And I'm concerned about his use of uh, these um, social media apps. So I've told him already, lay down the ground rules in advance that uh, there'll be no social media apps no Snapchat or whatever. Uh, it's gonna be WhatsApp and he'll have what other music and education apps or whatever. But that's it. There's no none of this other stuff going on. I know I know uh guys and girls, friends of mine, acquaintances of mine whose kids are on fucking Instagram, you know? And and uh and Facebook and stuff. It's crazy. Like some of the stuff people share on there is uh i I don't understand it anyway I've gotten rid of a, a bunch of apps and i'm I'm better for it uh it'll allow me to focus and um and another topic of discussion something I want to write about actually is I was on uh medium uh yesterday and I read an article on the- writing cooperative about uh headlines and content and quality content and uh this whole clickbait headline versus not, um, and uh, there were basically the writer was basically saying, "You better get used to it because if you want to be a successful writer, you've got to learn how to write a headline, and this is how you write a headline. Uh, you've got to draw people in, etc., etc. And that's fine. Um, it's fine in the marketing space, but art is not marketing. There's no, there's no comparison. In fact. If you're in the marketing world, you're trying to tap into people's needs and desires. That's what you're actively doing. You've got something you want to sell and you want to find people to sell it to. You want to find our weaknesses, uh, uh, whether it's fears or desires. You want to find what it is and you want to tap into it. And then you want to frame whatever, whatever it is you've got in terms of that. And then you're on the way. You'll sell some of your stuff your marketing is fine right um if you've got a book you've got to find people who are interested in that topic and know where they hang out and figure out how to communicate with them but there's a difference between the art and the and the selling and the subsequent selling of that art there's a difference between going to your place going to your space your quiet place to make whatever it is you want to make And then returning back here to the world of people and craziness and marketing your stuff and then selling your stuff. They're completely different. They're like polar opposites. Two sides of the coin, I'll admit that. Um, But they're very, very different. And to ask a writer, which is essentially what this article was doing in its ignorance of art. To ask a writer or to, to maintain that a writer is on the way to failure or will continue to experience failure, unless they manage to uh, craft a headline or be able to sell their stuff in this particular way, is is completely naive and blinkered. Because to create art requires something else. And to be a writer or an artist or, or, or a musician or the crafter of beautiful things, you need to connect with yourself, not everybody else. Only later, when you come back with your stuff, you made your major stuff. Do you do you need to figure out how to sell it, how to how to market it, how to understand and and implement the tools of business? And if you don't want to do that or can't do that, you need to find somebody who's going to do it for you. But the making of the thing is not is not the same as the marketing of the thing, and the selling of the thing. Absolutely pulls apart. It's two sides of the creative coin, you know. There's got to be that exchange in order for it to be complete. I mean, how, how good a writer would I be if I made, if I wrote the greatest stuff in the world ever written and left it on the shelf at home to gather dust, maybe for someone else to discover after I'm dead? Well, that's, no, fuck that. Like, that's not what I want. What I want to do is I want to create something meaningful that people enjoy, that that people might enjoy, and bring it to the world and go, hey, check this out. That's what I'm doing here. That's what this audio is. But I'm not trying to fucking sell you shit. I'm not trying to sell you my stuff. I mean, it must, I feel that my stuff will sell itself. Now, I hope. <laughs> uh, if, if it doesn't, fuck it. I don't care. Honestly, I'm not relying on it to pay my bills. I do other stuff for that. But maybe, maybe it will. And if it does, that's awesome. And as I keep making stuff, as I keep writing stuff, I'll get better at it. And as I keep recording stuff, I'll get better at it. But there's one thing I know. And that is the stuff that I make has integrity. And it must have integrity. You can't sell your soul. And expect to make something great. Because I don't believe you will. I mean the world is full. The the world of writing. And online. And digital stuff. It's full of people looking for. And trying to sell you something quick. You know. And that's what. 25 ways. To make. Blah blah blah. Uh, how to achieve an orgasm. Uh 25 experts said this is what you should do to sell your art and all of that stuff that's marketing and it's 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 the same as the social media stuff that i was talking about earlier it's it's designed to get your attention and then it'll get your attention keep your attention for a short period and you're gone and it wants it wants to it wants you to click on a button or Enter your email address. Or do something like that. In order to sell you something later. Or even right now. And that's what social media does. It wants your information. It wants you to engage with the stuff. It wants you to give it your your, your data. So, so those guys can sell your fucking data. To someone else. Who's looking to get into your pockets too. Now. And that stuff is fine. I haven't got a problem with that stuff. But it's not what art is. You know. It's uh on its own it's it's unsubstantial completely unsubstantial on its own marketing marketing is a means towards an end it has no it has no value in of itself it doesn't it's a, it's a it's a method it's like cash it's a means of exchange it there's no value in it it has no inherent value marketing it's bullshit sales is bullshit it's a means to an end it's a it's a it's it's the car I get into to get me from A to b, and the getting from A to b is is where the experience is, and that's what I want. That's where the value is the The value is in the thing that i made the is it the value is in the thing that i wrote the the sculpture that I created, the piece of pottery that I made, the painting that I drew that I fucking did from inside. I let the inside out, and I made something, and I brought a piece of me, something that reflects me into the world. That's where the value is, and that's and I don't care whether you're an artist working solo, or whether you're working, a, or whether you own a a design studio and you create uh, branding for someone, or you 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 um, you're building a business around uh, web design or something like that. It doesn't matter where you, where your creativity lies, but we've got to be able to differentiate between the means to communicate our stuff, to show people what we can do, the creative aspect of us, and the actual thing we create. There's a world of difference, although they're both complementary. They both fit together, or can at least fit together. I hope it doesn't sound like I'm contradicting myself, because to me there's a very clear distinction between the two. And when we get hung up on the headlines, when we get hung up on the social media, When we get hung up on the sugar rushes. When we get hung up on the quick satisfaction of a desire. Or at least the impression that there might be one. We get lost. Completely fucking lost. There's no solution to that. Other than to keep doing it to figure out it doesn't work. I'm going to write on this. I'm going to write an article in response to this article that I read. Because it's so way off. It's so single sided. It doesn't see the complete thing. The unity of of how they both interplay. But fundamental. Fundamental to bringing anything into the world. And selling anything or marketing anything. Is the thing itself. And that must be reflective of you. And must be reflective of me. And without that. Without that time. Where the creative person goes. To make their fucking stuff. Everything else is a waste of time. It's like. Ah oh, for Christ's sake. I thought I was getting something good here. The marketing was great. Look at the headline. Look at the email I got. I thought I was going to get something. Have you ever opened those emails? Have you ever clicked on those links uh, online somewhere that promised you something and then it didn't deliver? They're everywhere. They're all over the place. And that's what people have a problem with. The lack of substance behind this stuff. Your job as a creative and my job as a creative is to create that some substance, that something of worth, of value. And you can only do that when you ignore everything else. Get inside your own head, bring it out here, put it on the page, make it, and then bring it to the world. Now you've got to market it. Now you've got to communicate what you've got. Now you've got to tweet about it. Now you've got to do a Facebook campaign. Now you've got to write articles that promote it. That's the difference. I hope I'm getting across uh, what it is I want to communicate here because it's very important. So to get hung up on social media, get hung up on the quick uh, sugar rush, the quick fix is uh, self-destructive, I think, you know. It's a time shortage thing. It's a, I can't live now, I can't wait for the thing to materialize. I've got to have it now, it must be here somewhere. So you're like that guy in the office that runs around like a headless chicken, continually trying to find himself in everything else and never finds it. And until he slows down and focuses on one thing and puts his heart and soul into it, he never will find it. And neither will you or I. So there you go. There's my rant for today. I wonder if that was valuable. I'm going to listen to this back later on. <laughs> See if I can get something from it. See if I can get something from it. I do sometimes, you know, read me on stuff or, or listen back over the things I've uh, recorded. And I and I go, well, James, that's fucking right there. You know. Anyway, so that's it from me for this evening I don't know how long I've been talking for there, maybe about 15-20 minutes Um, thanks for listening to today's Daily Larb podcast, I'm Larry G. Maguire writer and artist at LarryGMaguire.com if you want to check out more of my shit, get over to LarryGMaguire.com and uh, have a look have a read, have a listen Uh, the Artist Manifesto was available there it's a 30 page document I wrote about a year ago In order to remind myself what it is I'm supposed to be doing and why. And I'm currently fleshing that out. Turning it into a a more substantial piece of writing. And that's coming up soon. 2nd of April is when it's available on Amazon. I'm looking forward to getting this out. This is my uh, creative philosophy. So far at least. Okay, I'm checking out for now. Thanks for listening. Uh, Oh, one more thing. If you'd like to support me in my work, if you'd like to give me some money, no, not really. If you want to get a piece of the action, if you want to get your name in the book, if you want to, if you if you think the stuff I make is worth a damn, and you want to go, yeah, nice one, well done to you. Come over to Patreon.com forward slash Larry G. McGuire and you can become a patron for only a euro, uh, a dollar a month, and uh, you get some free stuff in there. Alright? Just saying. (laughs) That's the marketing. Anyway, I let the material speak for itself. The Artist Manifesto is coming out soon. And uh, I'm giving away a few free copies. Watch out for that too. That's coming up later in March. So, until tomorrow, I'm out of here. Take it easy.